Welcome to Destination Vacaville, brought to you by Visit Vacaville, the city's official voice for tourism. I'm your host, Melissa Reeves. In every episode, I will introduce you to the people and places that make visiting Vacaville such a unique travel experience, like seasonal adventures, agricultural tourism, family activities, craft beer, culinary delights, wine country, and more. Subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Destination Vacaville, let's go. Happy 2023, everyone. We hope that your year is off to a great start. I'm super excited to be back with our first episode of the year. And not only is it our first episode of the year, it actually happens to be our 30th episode, and we are bringing back our very first guest ever, my dear friend, Don Burris. Tell me your title now. I'm the Director of Economic Development Services for the City of Vacaville. I knew it was a way longer title than I remember. I just remember economic development genius is, I think, what I thought it was. Um, Dawn, I'm so excited to have you back. Like I said, you were our very first guest back in July of 2021, and our podcast has made it this long, and you have been doing some rock star work in our city. So what have you been doing for the last year and a half? I know you've been a very busy guy. Yes, yes. Lots to share since uh, since we last had a glass of wine and talk Vacaville economic <laughs> development. It's very nice to be back, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Of course. You're always welcome. You know that. Since we launched the Baltic and Advanced Manufacturing Initiative, I think when we spoke in 2021, man, we've had a great run. We've been able to attract four new biotech companies, and we're actually assisting one of our local biotech companies with their expansion plans. So this is great news for the city. These are really high-value jobs that, that pay very, very well. And believe it or not, some of the positions don't require a college education. So it's a great way to help families really take advantage of earning some great wages. So it's a great opportunity for us as a city. Vacaville's kind of on the map now. Uh, we're getting calls from companies that are in New Zealand and the UK and France and Italy now looking to see if they can open facilities in Vacaville. So, so it's been a great run so far. Yeah, you've had amazing success. It seems like every, you know, every month I'm looking at the paper hearing from you that there's a new deal happening in the city. And, you know, what's been exciting to see is that not only is it the biotech companies, but then there's other supporting businesses. You know, there have been more interest from hotel properties and and other businesses that would really support the biotech industry. So tell me a little bit about that, Don. Absolutely. So we've had conversations with three hotel companies that are looking to bring properties uh, into Vacaville. As a matter of fact, one of them has completed the entitlement process for the city to build, and they're just ready, ready to pull building permits to build some new facilities. And the great part about this particular one is they're looking at building a hotel project right in our Vacaville Valley Business Park, where all four of the new biotech companies are going. So those companies will actually have a hotel that's directly across the street from the new development. So it's pretty exciting. That is and, exciting. And a little bit more to that, they are adding a luxury wing to the development just to make sure that we're able to provide the level of service and products that some of those higher end international travelers have come to expect. That's awesome. And that's in addition to the Hyatt House that we have coming in the same region, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And looking forward to the Hyatt House opening the Sadu family's been great to work with and uh, love to see that new product coming to the market. We're getting close. I think April is their target date for opening. So we're getting close there. And again, just another one of those supporting businesses for all the great work that you're doing. And of course, 
being from Visit Vacaville, I don't hate having those hotel rooms to to sell in our community too. So Absolutely. Thanks. So thanks for that. So you also, you talked about the jobs that would be available for our residents and people in Vacaville. So tell me about the supporting education. How do we get people ready for those biotech jobs in Vacaville? So let me throw out first that one of the companies that we're working with right now, Transwestern Ventures, I think our residents might have already seen the sign up, but uh, they purchased 22 acres at the very tip of the Vacaville Valley Business Park, like right where 505 and 80 come together around where the father's house is at. So they are ready to start construction. They're going to build like a 350,000 square foot biomanufacturing facility. So we will most likely see a, a groundbreaking this year. It's some cranes in the air mid-year. So it's pretty exciting. But I have to say, the reason why I mentioned Transwestern is one of the things that they were really excited about is how close we are to Napa and how close we are to Sacramento. And they really, really liked how cool our downtown is. So we, we've got some we've got some amenities that make our area really attractive. Oh, most definitely. I think you and I get to work together quite frequently on when you're out selling potential businesses on the idea of coming and moving their businesses to Vacaville, I get to go and sell the quality of life piece. And really, that's always such a big selling proposition for these companies. They are always so excited with the location of our city, which we're blessed with, obviously, but you know, just the amenities of our city and the fact that we do have a very beautiful and quaint downtown, that there are so many restaurants and shopping opportunities. So we are exceptionally lucky. And I think that hopefully those efforts on our end help support your efforts with trying to bring these businesses to the community. Oh, absolutely. And it helps from the education perspective too. You know, many of the students at Solano College aren't all just from Solano County. They also see the value of coming to Vacaville to get their education. And that is probably one of our biggest assets when it comes to the biotech companies looking at coming to Vacaville. Solano College for the last 25 years is one of the few community colleges that actually has a biomanufacturing program. So that program is so successful that the students literally, literally barely get to graduate because the biotech companies will take them, you know, maybe six credits left to go before graduation, they're getting jobs. So so exciting. And that's really been an important selling factor to the biotech companies is that Solano College has such a good program and it means that they have talent right in their own backyard. Well, I'm sure that's not only so important to them, but you know, to to our kids growing up that want to be able to stay in the city that they grew up in, to have these higher paying jobs and these great opportunities, it's is pretty fantastic. And you know, they don't actually have to have college degrees to even enter into the industry. As a companion to our biotech initiative and strategy, we helped to create a nonprofit organization called the California Biomanufacturing Center. Got to give a shout out to uh, Matt Gardner and his team there. They've also created a training program that's going to go into effect later this year. And that program is very specifically geared towards just high school graduates or residents that may just only have a GED to help them stair step into the biotech industry. So, for example, the lowest rung of the biotech industry, and and I'll I'll say this tongue in cheek because this is uh, insider language, but the person that takes care of the lab is jokingly referred to as the dishwasher, right? But inside the laboratory spaces, you know, things have to be cleaned every day and sterilized. So that particular lab technician can earn $65,000, $70,000 a year without a college education. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. 
So the California Biomanufacturing Center will be launching these training programs this spring that will allow those students and even adults to enter into this program and be able to get certified and get on that first rung in the biotech industry. That's awesome. Yeah, you've had so much success, Don. It's it's awesome what you've been able to able to accomplish. Can you tell us anything about what these new biotech companies and biomanufacturing firms will be producing? Actually, there is a there is a theme, and it's ironic that that it worked out that way because it was not intentional at all. But most of them are all working in the oncology space, so they're producing drugs to cure cancer. What they're actually trying to do for most of them that do have those new therapies is work their science to the point where they can scale up and manufacture those therapies at a price point that we can afford to pay. So, so to cure some of the cancers that are out there, including breast cancer, that therapy could be a million plus dollars right now. So the idea is to be able to work the, the cost down to a point where it's something that we can actually afford. But isn't it crazy to think that we can actually say there are drugs that cure cancer? And that it could come right out of Vacaville. Absolutely. Yeah, super exciting. So we talked a little bit about this earlier. We kind of alluded to the fact that you and I work together a lot on building quality of life for our residents and for our city. Yes, the work that Visit Vacaville does, a lot of it is for visitors, but we're also very focused on, on building quality of life for our residents because we believe if we can do that and, and really make Vacaville a place that people love to live, that it's going to translate to visitors as well. So I have the pleasure of Dawn, working with you and your economic development team on building quality of life in our city. But what are some of those efforts and what do those look like for you right now? Well, first of all, I have to say that my, my favorite quality of life projects that you do, I love Restaurant Week. Thank uh, you. It, it we makes do us, too. Yeah. <laughs> it makes us all go out and like dine at our favorite restaurants. But also, you always throw something new at us. You know, it's uh, some places that we all haven't been before. So that's always a lot of fun. I also love when you do I Love Vacaville. That is so fun. It gets all of our residents fired up to share with why they think their community is a great community. And people are anxious to be able to tell you that. So I love that. Um, Thank you. That's coming up another another few weeks. Valentine's week is I Love Vacaville week. And then hands down, cannot say enough great things about the farm to table dinner. It's just way, way too much fun. Way too, just so much good food. It's a blast. Thank you. It's it's definitely our our favorite event. It's a lot of work, but we we love to host it and it's such an amazing opportunity to really highlight the work that our farmers and our agritourism businesses are doing in our community. Well, from the city side, we're we're trying to do a little bit as well to uh, to really improve our quality of life. I think probably the one area that I'm most excited about right now that kind of ties into both what you do at Visit Vacaville and what we do in economic development is the work that we're doing to make downtown Vacaville an actual destination. To start that whole process, you know, we uh, did a downtown specific plan that the council approved last year. And this year we're going to start implementing some of those items. But right now I think I'm most excited about the fact that we have a brand new executive director for downtown Vacaville. His name is Taylor McDonald. He has quite a bit of experience in running uh, business improvement districts as well as neighborhood improvement plans. So really excited to be working with Taylor and and our new board for downtown Vacaville. And actually, our listeners will get to hear from Taylor in a few short weeks. Excellent. Yes, they'll get to be introduced to Taylor as well. 
So Don, we, we've talked a lot about retail in our community too. There's always questions I see on our social media, on the city's social media. People are always asking about restaurants and retail. Those are the two like biggest, biggest issues, right? What are we getting? What are we getting? What are we getting? And please bring me specific businesses. So what's happening in the restaurant and retail space? So in the retail space, I think you guys might have noticed over the last two years uh, that we've been able to really bring in some uh, of the higher end retailers, a couple out at the outlet mall and then a couple just locally here in town. And I've got to give a big shout out to Eric Dakin from Dakin and Dakin Commercial Estate Services because Eric and his team have done a really good job. They brought in Serena and Lily just about late 2021. If you're not familiar with Serena and Lily, they are a high-end furniture store. Beautiful, beautiful furnishings. Uh, But I hope our residents know about Williams and Sonoma and West Elm. And uh, right now, we're still in conversations with Crate and Barrel. And also Green Acres, which is a higher-end nursery and outdoor furnishing store that's headquartered up in Roseville. They're expanding operations, and uh, they love the Vacaville market. We're talking with them right now about a location by the Nut Tree, and they're going to bring a brand new model to Vacaville. And this model is not just going to be the nursery, but it's also going to feature a high-end outdoor furnishing segment to it. So fire pits, fireplaces beautiful outdoor patio furniture. It's going to be a very, very nice store and and one of a kind in all of Northern California. Oh, that's exciting. And uh, let me add one more to that retail list, because I know our community has been asking us for several years if we could bring on board a Trader Joe's. Of course, we hear that frequently. (laughs) Yes. So so that everyone knows, just we're still in conversation with Trader Joe's. They're very interested in our market. It's just trying to find the right location for them. Uh, so we'll keep trying until something comes available that that really fits their needs. And I'll be happy to lead that Trader Joe's parade <laughs> the day that we're able to get them into back. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know everybody appreciates hearing that, Don. That, that we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> you know, I, I do think the connections are interesting, right? I think that the more interest that you're able to bring to our community with you know, these these really large biotech firms, I think the more all kinds of businesses are interested in our community. And so I think, you know, kind of that trickle down effect of being able to bring in these really large biotech companies, but then to support the new workforce and to support the new people that might move to our community because of them, the business mix really seems to change to support that. And I think that's always such a a fascinating thing to watch how our community changes based on the the businesses that locate here. And, you know, it's not, it's not just Genentech anymore. It's, it's clearly, right. I mean, you've, you've been able to, to build this critical mass that's really exciting for our community. And I think our residents should be really excited, not only for the amazing work that those biotech companies are going to be doing and what they're going to be creating right here in our city that will really have impacts throughout the world, but you know, what it's going to do for our day-to-day life with, again, with more retail wanting to come here to support all those new residents and those new people coming to work here and, you know, the new restaurants and all of that. Again, there's such a connection between those those biotech companies or any large, large company and quality of life for our residents. I think there's a real connection there that people Absolutely. maybe don't understand. Absolutely. That, that will help continue to grow wealth in our community. And as we build wealth in our community, we can attract much nicer things. And, and we're going to work on actually, you know, making the community nicer as well. We're, we're actually looking at a program now to do a little beautification 
for our on and off ramps so that as you're coming through Vacaville, you can see that we're a nice community. And when you come on those on ramps, it's more welcoming. So we're, we're working. Our, our city has a lot to offer. And, and I love our little tagline, right? Small city, big opportunities. So much opportunity in Vacaville. Absolutely. Well, Don, we thank you for all the work that you're doing on behalf of our community. It's so fun to have you back on after a year and a half to see what your successes have been. As always, I appreciate your partnership and friendship and just absolutely love working with you and your team and the entire city of Vacaville team there. You guys, you guys have some awesome people. So thank you for, for all you do. And I appreciate you coming back on and, and sitting with me again. No worries. Thank you, Melissa. It's always great to work with you guys. You guys make work fun. <laughs> uh, we, we try. We try for so, sure. Cheers to our Vacaville Renaissance. Yes, absolutely. Cheers. Thanks, Don. Thank you so much for listening to Destination Vacaville from Visit Vacaville, the city's official destination marketing organization. For more information on the people and places covered in today's episode and ideas for trip planning, head to visitvacaville.com. Music by Kurt Gellerstad. And thank you to Flores Podcast Consulting for their work on this and every episode of Destination Vacaville.